Hey everybody. Hi. Welcome back to Date Night at the Coffee Shop. Your bar. And your Sam. Yeah, I beat you to it. You did. You sure did. Um, we are glad you guys decided to join us on our date night tonight. Um, this one's going to be a fun one. I'm excited. Um, definitely a fun topic to talk about uh, tonight. But first, we'll get to our drink. We're back on to a coffee this week. Last week we had some wine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> tonight we're back with coffee. Um, and this one, it's, a, it's actually a Starbucks coffee. We saw, saw it the other day. It was on um, sale when we were at Target. Yeah, stopped by the uh, the Starbucks and the Target. Um, one of my many vices. Um, <laughs> but they uh, they had some of this on sale. It looked interesting. One that I'd never heard of before. It's called Sirens Blend from Starbucks. Um, it's got notes here of citrus and chocolate. Uh, it is a medium roast. But I do got to say, it. when I looked at this, it seems like it was a little bit more on the darker side so more like a medium dark roast yeah um actually there's a cut in my bag here Uh um but yeah definitely a little bit more on the darker side but i thought it sounded interesting for the citrus and chocolate Mm -hmm. we do love some chocolate oranges yeah yeah that's true very true um so i want to let's see take a look and as fate would have it, today is International Women's Day, right? It was, or was yesterday. That was yesterday? Mm-hmm. Okay. So as we're recording this, International Women's Day was yesterday. Or it could be today. You don't really know when we record this. So. True. We could, I could have just went with it, rolled with it. Yeah. But the jig is up. Yeah. But in any event, it was yesterday. So we're not too far off from it. Uh, but as I was reading through this, this one, the description on the bag, the story of Starbucks Sirens Blend. Uh, the bright flavors of this medium roast are inspired and created by trailblazing women of the coffee industry. Hmm. The juicy, citrusy, and chocolatey blend combines coffee from East Africa and Latin America, two regions where we work every day to elevate women's leadership and sustainable farming practices. Named for the siren that symbolizes Starbucks, this blend honors the innovations of women from farmer to roaster to barista. Zeus. Sorry, guys. I don't know if they can hear that or not. Um, yeah, they can. <laughs> I'm sure they can. Zeus, knock it off, bud. Um, and then another little blurb down here. Tasting notes citrus and chocolate, a refreshing medium roast with notes of citrus and floral aromas balanced by the taste of cocoa. So go ahead and take a, a sniff here. Let me see if I can smell that. Usually I can't. I can't smell the the notes or whatever. I can definitely smell some of the, the cocoa. I don't really smell any of the citrus yet. Yeah. All right, so let's go ahead. We'll take our first sip of this. Again, this is Starbucks Sirens Blend. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I can definitely tell it is It is like a medium yeah, to def- dark roast. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely tell the difference in the fact that our normal coffee is a dark roast. Mm-hmm. That's normally what we drink. And so drinking this now, I can definitely... It kind of tastes it's like a shade lighter. Yeah. 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 Mm, this is good. I do like yeah. that. Yeah, but it's that not is really like... good. It's pretty smooth. It does have some of that uh, that bright citrusy kind of on the front end. Yeah. That's kind of toned down from that chocolatey taste. We have had medium roasts before on the show that are definitely brighter than this yeah so this is really good I do yeah it. and that's the thing it's like looking at it as especially once it was ground and i looked at it you could just kind of tell like this looks a lot darker than a medium roast like it looks like a, a dark roast but it definitely does taste a little bit lighter more on the medium side dark but side. it doesn't have but more more on the medium Yes. Than the dark because oh, gotcha, it gotcha. looks dark, gotcha. but it does taste lighter than it looks. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> but yeah, very good. It's very mm-hmm. smooth. Um, this is a good just like if you don't like dark roast, this is a good everyday coffee kind of thing. Yeah, I'm not typically a huge fan of Starbucks coffee most of the time. Right. Um, and typically when I go to Starbucks, I typically only get their espresso drinks. Yeah. Um, but this this is good. Yeah, I like this. 
Um, let's see. Yeah, I was just looking to see if there's anything else on the bag about it. I think we pretty much covered everything. Um, so again, you can pick this up at Starbucks. I don't know if I haven't seen it at like Walmart or anything like mm -hmm. that. So this one actually came from the Starbucks store. <clears throat> Yeah, but it was good. Yeah. It was in their little, like, hey, we're selling these little basket thing that they have beside the cups. Yeah, when they just got stuff, like, on special. Yeah. Um, so, we're moving on um, to the rest of our program here. Yes. Um, so, we'll go on with uh, our week. So, how's your week been? It's been good. Yeah? Yeah, well, it's it really has been good. Like, I'm trying really hard to just be grateful you know about mm -hmm. things yeah just uh work just a little work is very shaky hectic. right now yeah work is really hectic but yeah. i am like super grateful because like i don't want to be one of those people just be like oh like i've got it better than most because like that that feels kind of icky you know but just staying grounded and remembering all of my blessings mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. it's definitely it puts things in perspective yeah because I saw this thing, I saw this thing on Facebook, and it was kind of an eye opener. It was just like, oh, like what? It, and it's one of those cheesy things that like Karens share all the time, you know? Yeah. It was about like, what if you woke up tomorrow with all the things that you thank God for today, or something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. With all the blessings, and I was like, yeah, well, that's that's a good point. Like, that's a that keeps things in perspective for me because it's like we we've got a lot to be thankful for. Yeah, for sure. So, I'm like, you know, I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna worry with, like, sweating the small stuff. I mean, I have anxiety, so I, of course, will sweat the small stuff all the time, but, but, <laughs> but yeah, so other than that, like, that that was the good part of my week, if that makes sense. Yeah. Hard, but good. Yeah, definitely, definitely some, some good things to be thankful for. We've come a long way. Oh, yeah. Um, struggled for a long time. And we're not broke anymore. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're not, like, rich or anything. But um, we have definitely struggled before. And mm -hmm. um, it's nice to not be on the, on, you know, so far deep onto the struggle bus. Yeah. yeah. So. Exactly. It's def definitely nice. What about you? How's um, your week? My week's been pretty good. Um, last week was a short week after coming back from... Uh, you know, our vacation oh, yeah, we came back right. in like the middle of the week. So had a short work week. That was and just then, last week. Yeah, it was just last week. So just having like two days last time? week and then coming back from the weekend and then now having to face a full week was a little daunting. Yeah. But, what is uh, time? I cannot believe that that was just last week. Yeah, no kidding. It feels like two months ago. <gasps> but yeah, I mean, it, it was, it's been pretty good. Um, just kind of busy with work we've been doing a lot of project planning we have been doing a lot of project planning we've got a lot of a lot of uh work to do over the next several weekends yes i'm so excited yeah and i sent you on a mission to go get a free patio set off of facebook which was fantastic yeah so a nice little sitting area that we've got now yeah um which was definitely definitely needed now we can actually kind of hang out on the deck so it was not very comfortable before just because there was nothing really out there yeah so I, now we kind of have an area to go hang outside do you know how much i appreciate that about you that i'm just like hey it better be a lot <laughs> <laughs> hey i found this thing on facebook marketplace you want to go get it for me and that's translation for i found this thing on, thing on facebook marketplace you're gonna go get it for me and i'm gonna be internally grateful mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so <laughs> But it was a good deal because I didn't have to pay. Well, it was any, free, so. Yeah, like all we had to pay for was a little bit of gas and labor. Yeah. But to be fair, it was a good bit of labor. Yeah. Yeah. Because like. It was like a six foot tape. It was no, these people. Long, but. They were like cleaning out their garage or whatever. Did they have any other free stuff they were giving away? Not that they mentioned. Oh. But. You know me. I'm all about that free stuff. Well, they did have a nice motorcycle that was sitting out in the driveway. And I asked them. I was like, oh, you getting rid of that too? And. The the wife was like, yeah, I wish, but unfortunately not. <laughs> so. I feel you, lady. I feel you. But, uh, yeah, so they were out there cleaning out their garage or whatever. Their patio set was, like, on the back of the house on their deck. So I had to, like, just walk around the house every time 
Ooh. I had to take out like all these little. The tabletop tiles. is made of like these tiles that kind of stack in place. Um, so I had to move those and then move the table and chairs all on my own. And I had to like go each trip, like carry it all the way around and then come in and sh- shove it into our hatchback. Um, which just barely fit the, with the the table really it only fit because I had to tie it in and tie the door closed or the hatch closed could you not have like scooted your chair up and no oh okay no <laughs> well my, my seat doesn't really go up much farther that's true yeah yeah good point good point good point but it's worth it totally worth it yeah it, and in the end it was it was I would have, you know, I would have gone with you, but I had to care for our child. Yeah, no, I definitely couldn't have took her. Yeah, we had to put all the seats down. Oh yeah, for sure. But that was exciting, and now I'm on this like, I'm on this high because I'm like, ooh, I found something for free. And yeah, we're gonna have to tone it down with the Facebook Marketplace though. Yeah, I know. We do need to get an umbrella for the table though. Yeah, we do. So. All right, so moving on. Let's see. We've got our random question. This is our yeah. uh, tabletop therapy questions. Yes. Oh, okay. This one, I don't think you have an answer for this one. Um, which Oprah expressions have you adopted? Um, I've never watched Oprah, so I don't know. Yeah. No. I mean, I guess sometimes I, I'm like make fun of the whole thing like oh you get a whatever, whatever. Like, you get a car and you get a car and you <laughs> yeah. get a car and i'll like you know i'll do everybody that everybody get that car yeah yeah i do that <laughs> every now and then yeah i think that's the only one i have as well um have you ever acted on anything from a dream acted on anything from a dream i don't really understand the question like, yeah like so like have you ever had a dream in your sleep, not like one of those, like, I That's have... typically when I dream. Well, you know, like, not just like a, oh, I have a goal or I have something I want to do, like an actual dream. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever had a dream and then acted on what happened in your dream? Mm-hmm. No, I don't so think so. I do, whenever I'm just like, oh my gosh, I had a dream that you cheated on me, and then I get upset with you. Yeah, you do that every now and then. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, that kind of stuff. Or... You had a dream that, ooh, it's like the, what's that movie? I haven't seen it. If you build it, they will come, like that kind of thing. Like, Field of Dreams? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't he have a dream about, like, building a... Honestly, it's been so long since I've seen it, I don't really remember yeah, so something what like started that. it. Yeah, something like that. Did you have a dream that we were going to move to Nashville? Or the Nashville area? Mm. Or was that just something that we wanted to do? That was just something that we wanted to do. Okay. So, kind of a realization that I came to. So a metaphorical dream, not a literal dream. Um, ooh, what song immediately makes you happy? Hmm. I've got one, but you go first. <laughs> well, typically, like I've stated before, not most of the time music doesn't really affect my mood that much just because I kind of analyze it a little bit too much. Which is weird, but... But I would have to say one song that makes me happy at least right now is probably the Bluey theme song. Yes, that was going to be mine too. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the Bluey theme song just because oh. uh, Thea loves it and she kind of like... She laughs along and like she started to try and sing along with the... Ah. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, she, she loves that show. Um, not really so much the show as much as she just loves the theme song. Yeah. And I'm really glad we found that uh, the the Playlist. sound the soundtrack on sound on uh, Spotify. Yes. Because that that version actually honestly is really it's, so it's good. really Get fun up! too. It's really it's really funny. Oh it's really it's gosh. a lot of fun. We just need to have like a bluey podcast. Yeah. So, but oh yeah, that that's the bluey theme instrument parade. Yeah. Um, and it is so much fun. Yeah. I have a hot take now. Remind me. Okay. Yeah. Let me write it down. You Let me read this question and then I'm going to write it down. Okay. Next question. Uh, when you walk into a room, do you prefer to be noticed or fly under the radar? Hmm. I guess it kind of depends really on like how I'm feeling that day or what's going on in the room really. Yeah. But generally, I mean, if I'm in like a good mood and everything's going great and... I don't know. I guess I prefer to be noticed. 
I want to fly under the radar all the time. Yeah. Yes. It was tragic walking into that quality tire there. And asking for like, you know, hi, I'm here to pick up an umbrella stand. And like everybody in there staring at me. It was mortifying. <laughs> quality like, tire. Yeah, because that's where I went to pick it up. Oh, I just thought you were picking it up from somebody's house. Yeah, I did too. And then she was just like, oh yeah, my husband will take it with him to work. And you can pick it up there. I was like, <laughs> they had to like, go find the dude. They're like, an umbrella stand. And I'm like, is this a Facebook Marketplace thing? And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to fly under the radar all the time, please. And thank you. <laughs> yeah, you just got to walk in like you own the, own the joint. I know. I know. Okay. What would you, ooh, what would you like to be hypnotized for? Hypnotized Which for? I know you're probably going to have a info session on that but yes what would you like to be hypnotized what for? does that mean an info session on that just... what <laughs> i'm offended are you really yeah <laughs> i just mean you'll probably have information on that because you know things about hypnotism i don't know things about hypnotism <laughs> okay a little bit of things about hypnotism <laughs> but i don't really have a whole info session just just that you've been hypnotized before? Yeah, looking back on it, I'm not really sure if I was hypnotized or if it was just... No, I think I was. I don't know. I don't know, it's kind of hard to tell because, like, I didn't do anything. Right. But, like, I went into, like, the trance thing. That's creepy. It was cool. Yeah, no, it was definitely cool. No. No. I would like to be hypnotized for nothing because that creeps me out. Yeah, I don't know. It freaks me out. Yeah. I don't really know of if I believe in the whole, like, hypnotize to, like, change a behavior. Yeah. I, well, I don't know if I think that's actually possible. I do think hypnotism can, like, you know, maybe unlock forgotten memories or something ooh, like that. Well, the, th the problem is if you are highly suggestible, like I am... You know, like you could be in a crowd of crowd of people, and they're just like, "The sky is blue," or like, "The sky is green." The sky is green. Like, oh my gosh, these people are seeing something I'm not seeing, and maybe it is really is green. Maybe it is. Like, I am a highly suggestible person, and so like, I feel like if you are highly suggestible, then you could probably be persuaded by hypnotism to not do something or to do something. But you could also probably have like false memories. I mean, yeah, implanted. but you know, possibly. There was a whole X-Files episode on this part. I don't remember that one. Oh, it's good. We need to watch it again. We should just go through and watch the X-Files again. You know the way to my heart. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll start the X-Files again. Yeah. It's definitely definitely a, uh, a winner. Yes, it is. Did you answer that? What would you like to be hypnotized for? Mm. Mm. I guess forgotten memories or something like that. Hmm. No thanks. If, if I, I was going to, like, if I had to pick something, like, I just don't really, I don't really believe in hypnotizing for, like, behavior change. Yeah, like, yeah. stop smoking or yeah. lose weight or Some anything like that. Some people swear by it. I'm, I know people do it, but I just, don't, I don't think that the hypnotism actually does anything for that. Yeah. Oh, where would you be happiest to live? Hmm. Where would I be happiest to live? Like, an actual place? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of places I would like to go that I've never been. Same. Probably. I hesitate to say, like, the beach just because, like, it's hot. Yeah, but it's the beach. Yeah, but it's hot. We've been to the beach in, like, July. Oh, August, July. And August. when you live there, you're not always at the beach. Yeah. You got to do real life stuff. Yeah, but you're but only, like, X amount of time from the beach. It doesn't matter because you're still having to do real life stuff. Yeah. Except then it's just really hot and doing your real life but stuff. But you'd be so well exfoliated and you would be like living in a like one of those relaxing sound machines. No. No. Oh, it'd be great. No. Well moisturized because you're just like it's just humid all the time. <laughs> Probably I would have to say I don't know. If I was going to live somewhere, like, 
somewhere tropical, mm. then it would have to be like an island, somewhere that's like clearly island life, mm-hmm. not just like a beach town. Gotcha. Gotcha. That makes so sense. So like Outer Banks. Banks. Outer the Keys, banks. yeah, yeah, something like that. I, I could possibly do that, yeah, just because there's a whole different feel when you get to those kind of places. Mm-hmm. Everything's slower, life is different mm-hmm. in those kind of places, yeah. Other than that, you know, maybe like near Gatlinburg, somewhere in the mm-hmm. mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like a good mountain view, yeah. I don't know, so in my like and it thinks possible kind of like world I would want to have multiple homes so that I could like experience all of the things in life but I would want to have like a sheep farm in the European countryside I think I think I would want that and then I want like a horse farm in Franklin why why would you want a sheep farm uh, they're like they're great I wouldn't want to like run the sheep farm, but like I would want to have a sheep farm so that I could have yarn anytime I wanted it. And you could have yarn anytime you want it now. Yeah. But you just go buy some. Yeah, but it's not the same. It's way better than the same because you don't have to make the yarn. <laughs> Anyways, stop trying to burst my. Stop. Just having my, a sheep farm doesn't just give you yarn. Dreams. Stop crushing my dreams. Ugh. But yes, I would want a sheep farm. And maybe have a couple of alpacas in, in like the European None of the, Okay, so all of these things are not saying like where you would want to live. Like just having a farm, like that's not necessarily the same. And then I want a farm and like, again, stop crushing my dreams. This is what I would like. This is where I would be happiest to live. And then I would also want like a horse farm in Franklin. Why? Because uh, you would have a horse farm in Franklin. And, like, I want the lifestyle that goes with a horse farm in Franklin and a sheep farm in the middle of, in like, European countryside. I mean, so what I hear you saying is you just want to be rich. You don't have to have a farm to do those things. Oh, yeah, I guess that's right. So, where would you be the happiest to live? Wherever the most money well, is. Yeah, right, so just wherever <laughs> the money is, that's, that's where you want to live. I want to live beside the money. <laughs> yes. Yes. So we'll just plant a bunch of money trees in the backyard. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Although I was the one who was complaining to you earlier today, or maybe it was last night, about how gas is $5 a gallon and everything is dust. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and move on. I think we've done enough questions for tonight. Um, As I said earlier, this one I think is going to be a fun one to talk about. Our topic tonight is the Wild West which I'm pretty excited about. I think I'm somewhat of an expert in the Wild West myself. Are you, though? Yeah, I am. I played through Red Dead Redemption like four times. Oh, so. well. And Wild Wild West is one of my favorite movies. Well, then, so of course. I know I'm, all there is to know about the Wild West. Okay, so I will never forget the time where my brother, uh, brother-in-law, we were talking, and he was talking about the movie Tombstone, which I've never seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, maybe you were with him or, or well, I don't remember, but I said, oh yeah, that, 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 that has Will Smith in it, doesn't it? And he's like, no, that's, what are you talking about? And I was like, because at that time I hadn't seen Wild Wild West either. And I was like, yeah, Will Smith, something. And he's just like, no, Tombstone's about Wyatt Earp. And I was like, who's Wyatt Earp? And he was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like so disappointed in me. I still don't quite know who Wyatt Earp is. We'll watch Tombstone one of these days. But I've already watched Winona Earp. That's definitely not the same thing. Well, no. But, like, I've already watched that. So, like, how different can it be? Well, (laughs) very different. Very different. One of them has demons, and the other one is a Western. Well, I haven't really watched Winona Earp either. I just, like... Yeah, you just, like, saw a couple of episodes of that. Yeah, while I was sleeping. I was sleeping, and then I heard, like, whatever was going on. And anyways. Yeah, definitely not the same. So, yes, of the two of us, I would say that you are the expert. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you, so you've got, actually, some, uh, some literature on the subject. I do. I do. I do. I do. Okay. Um, so, I opened up, like, the American Frontier 
Wikipedia page, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Like, the Wild West redirects to this Wikipedia page. Right. Um, so... Now, is this for, like, the actual, like, historical American frontier, or is this a... There's actually also an, an RPG game, Wild West. <laughs> no. Frontier. Okay. No. Okay. Just just making sure. This is the historical thing. There's like a bunch of stuff about the land policies and about like civil war and like all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But this page, I opened up this page because it led me to the Frontier Myth Wikipedia page. Okay. Okay. Which is... The frontier myth, or the myth of the West, is one of the influential myths of American culture. The frontier is the concept of a place that exists at the edge of civilization, particularly during a period of expansion. The American frontier occurred through throughout the 17th to 20th centuries as European Americans colonized and expanded across North America. This period of time became romanticized and idealized in literature and in art form. Uh, Richard Slotkin, a prominent scholar on the subject, defines the myth of the frontier as an Amer- or as American as a wide open land of unlimited opportunity for the strong, ambitious, self-reliant individual to thrust his way to the top. So, like, mm-hmm. it's basically basically they're saying that like it, it's it's not like it was. <laughs> like, does that make sense? Yeah, it's, it definitely wasn't as glamorous, glamorous as yeah. the you know, literature. Yeah. Um, even, even the stuff that came out at the time. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously, yeah, we look back now and, you know, we've got movies like Tombstone and yeah. Wild Wild West and things like, you know, we kind of portray the old Wild West as like this, um, this you know, fantastic, oh, great, Quinn, great time, woman. you know. Yeah. Um, and even you know the literature, like the uh, you know the, the authors at, at, of the day were would still kind of romanticize what was going on out there. Yeah. Um, when life was, you know, it, it wasn't easy. <laughs> Quite horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, life was really hard on the frontier and, and in in the West out there, but um, it was one of those like uh, you know hard earned, uh, you know hard days work you know earning your keep and all that kind of stuff so I mean like it I think most people at the end of the day you know felt like it was worth it um but it definitely wasn't like living the good life or anything like that right exactly like I mean considering that like I don't know all of the diseases of the time yeah all the diseases all the uh you know the elements it was hard out there working the land they didn't really have you know, had machinery like tractors or anything. So, taming, yeah. taming a wild. Like, there's a big difference, too. Like, yeah, people here in, like, you know, say the uh, the southeast, like, yeah, there's a lot of farmland and stuff, and so people were, um, you know, there weren't tractors or anything like that here, and we just had, like, you know, mules and plows and whatever and working the land and stuff. But, like, that's land that was has still already been worked for generations, um, the landscape itself was a little bit more, um, you know, easy, easy to handle. Yeah. The West out there, I mean, they were, they were like, you know, they were working new land. They were, they were trying to tame the land and make it into something that was, was habitable. And they were in the process colonizing things and like pillaging and, you know, killing natives and, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean that too. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah. They were doing quite horrible things in the name of, you know. American exceptionalism. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But that, and that's a lot of it though, is because the, you know, even the natives that were here on the, you know, the Eastern side, they were more of the farming and uh, foraging. Yeah. 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 Whereas all the native tribes in the West, they were more nomadic types and they kind of traveled around. They didn't really stay and, and work the land. So, I mean, the the land itself was, you know, was wild. It was yeah. a lot more wild than it was here. So it was it was a lot harder work even to just do like basic farm work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the elements, the elements in the in the the Midwest and the West were much different than in Europe and the colonies and stuff like that. Like what they yeah. were used to. Yeah, definitely a whole lot yeah. different than what we. I mean, California is pretty like tropical in a lot of places, but it also has like mountain ranges and like frozen, you know, and like. 
Yeah, California has, is this this weird like it has everything. Um, yeah, yeah, amalgamation of like all the elements. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really strange, like yeah. all the climates. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought that was interesting about like the myth, and I mm-hmm. wanted to definitely point out the fact that like it is not like it is in the movies at all. Yeah, there's definitely a substantial was definitely a substantial lack like, of rose colored glasses of giant mechanical tarantulas. Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I wanted to read some facts. I pulled up uh, legendsofamerica.com. And oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, frontier facts and trivia. So Ooh. this very first one, I am going to... Um, I am going to read, and I would like for you to sing what comes first in your mind. To sing what comes first in my mind? Yes. Judge Roy Bean once killed a Mexican official in a dispute over a girl in California. A friend of the Mexican official hanged Bean, but before he died was cut down by the contested damsel, even after Bean was unable to turn his head due to injury. Ah, ooh. This is, so this is that song, Out in the West Texas, um, Out in the West Texas, oh. uh, Town of El Paso. Yeah, Town of El Paso, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. Yeah. I love that song. (laughs) I know, I know. Yeah, my dad used to play that all the time, so that's, that was based on a real story. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, I read that and I was like, oh, I gotta tell, I gotta tell that one. That's amazing. Yeah. Um... The first gold strike in the Old West was made by Jose Ortiz in 1832, south of Santa Fe, New Mexico, in what would quickly become the boom town, boom town of Dolores. Hmm. <laughs> Dolores. Never heard of it. I know, right? Never, like, ever heard of her? <laughs> uh, the oldest human skeleton ever found in the Western Hemisphere was discovered near Midland, Texas, in 1953. 1953, interesting. Right. But this is, like, about the West. The oldest human skeleton. How old was it, does it say? 11,000 year years Ooh, old. Ooh, that's cool. That is cool. Um, was it still actually... Was a, it a full, like, skeleton? Well, no, I was just going to ask, was it a homo sapien? Uh, thirty. It says th- remains of a thirty-year-old woman. So I would assume it's Homo sapien. Yeah. Because if it were anything other than a Homo sapien, it would probably not be here. Well, either not be here or it would um, specify that. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. I was hoping maybe they. It'd be cool if they found like remains of Australopithecus on North America. That'd be awesome. Oh, that would be super cool. Um, Wyatt Earp was indicted for horse theft in Van Buren, Arkansas on May 8th. He escaped trial by jumping bail and fleeing to Kansas. He was neither the town marshal nor the sheriff of Tombstone, Arizona. I have no idea what I'm talking about here. Um, at the time of the shootout at the OK Corral, don't know what that is. His brother Virgil was the town marshal who had temporarily deputized Wyatt Morgan, don't know who Morgan is, and Doc Holliday, that sounds familiar, prior to the gunfight. So apparently there was a gunfight. Oh wait, the shootout at the OK Corral. I've heard yes. that. I have no idea what that is though. Yes, that's this shootout here between this band of criminals. Well, wait, yeah, he I mean, stole a horse. They were deputized. He stole a horse, and well, now his brother's the town marshal. I need. We need to watch Tombstone. Yes. Oh, the Oregon Trail. You I'd have lo- died of dysentery. I love that game so much. I would have died so many times on the Oregon Trail for real, though. Yeah, of dysentery. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I would have died from dysentery. I probably would have died because somebody would have, like, shot me because I whined so much, but... That's a very real possibility. <laughs> You're not one that's typically made for the elements. Yeah, I'm, I'm not an outdoor kid. I'm more of an indoor kid. I do like hiking, but I have to wear, like, yeah, I can't. I can't, I'm not, it's like, what's that scene from Monk? Like, oh, I have nature on my hands. No, thank you. (laughs) Um, Texas was the most active gunfighting state with some 160 shootouts from the 1850s to the 1890s. 1850s to the 90s? 1890s, yeah. And how many? 160. That seems kind of low, honestly, for 40 years. Well, yes, but whenever you consider that, like, the Wild West is, was considered that, like, one person per every, like, two square miles or whatever. Whatever it is, like, 
I need to look it up again. But yeah, like considering there wasn't really a lot of people out there. Yeah, I guess. The Colt Peacemaker, the weapon that became known as the gun that won the West, don't know what that is again, was a forty five. It's the Colt Peacemaker. That's okay. a revolver. Oh well, whatever. Um guns, 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 woohoo, whatever. I don't know. Um yeah, it was manufactured by Colt's Firearms Manufacturing Company in Hartford, Connecticut. And at the time it sold for seventeen dollars. Pretty, pretty good price. Mm-hmm. I wish I could buy a gun today for seventeen dollars. I mean, could it get any? <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Uh, the, the the term "stick 'em up" is widely used in Western films. It wasn't actually coined until the nineteen thirties. Yeah, more like the uh, the nineteen thirties. I would I would probably even say would think even a little bit earlier than that in like the twenties, like the Depression era. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Okay. So there are more facts on there, but I don't know anything about it because it's getting super specific into like who, like a bunch of different people. And like Jesse James, that's mm. in a song. Jesse James was an outlaw. I know, but isn't that a country song? Jesse oh, James? Should have been a cowboy. Riding shotgun with a Texas Ranger. Something, something. Yeah. Anyways. I know nothing about the Wild West. <laughs> okay, so let's do some fun facts that like I can wrap my brain around. There was a group of feral camels in Texas. What? Feral camels? Feral camels. In that Texas. sounds awesome. When you think about the dangers people faced on the American frontier, one that probably doesn't come to mind is feral camels. Are they still there? Uh, let's see. Uh, their descendants lived wild until at least 1941, when the last known sighting of a feral camel in Texas was reported. Huh. I know. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. It's because there was a U.S. Camel Corps. What? <laughs> oh no way. Gosh. So, yeah, that's exactly what roamed the plains of Texas for a time after the dissolution of the short-lived U.S. Camel Corps which was established in the Camp Verde in, in Camp Verde, Texas in 1856 when the Civil War broke out just 5 years later the corps uh, the corps was disbanded and some of the camels escaped into the countryside. Hmm. What? We had a camel? <laughs> I don't yeah, why. I mean, we already had so many horses. I don't understand the purpose. That's so funny. I wonder if camels were a little bit like I wonder if camels were a little they were hardier. Yeah, they better. were probably a little bit more sturdier mm-hmm. horses are kind of they're very dainty and delicate yeah. like they don't look it but they really are very finicky <laughs> yeah um so bloody business wasn't just limited to gunfights the wild west is infamous for its violence we tend to think of that in terms of gunfights or shootouts yet the frontier had its share of serial killers too mm-hmm. who used the isolation of the west to carry out their bloody deeds perhaps the most famous are the so-called bloody benders bloody benders yes a family of serial killers a family of serial killers who uh, could have come straight out of texas chainsaw massacre and who operated an inn and general store near cherryville kansas well, Uh, okay. Isn't that so interesting? That is interesting. That's nuts. A family of serial killers. Huh. The strange case of Elmer McCurdy's corpse. Elmer McCurdy wasn't very lucky in life or in death. The outlaw robbed a train in 1911, but only made off with $46. Aw. <laughs> That's a lot of work for $46. Yeah, poor guy. When he was shot down by the law, his corpse remained unclaimed and he was sold... Oh, I've heard this before. Your mind's going to be blown. Uh, and was sold to a traveling carnival as a sideshow attraction. From there, McCurdy's remains um, made the rounds of wax museums and haunted houses before being discovered 66 years later in an amusement park in Long Beach. Oh, yeah. Where the reality of the figure was inadvertently discovered during the filming of an episode of The Six Million Dollar Man. Didn't we talk about this on an episode? I think so. I think so. We talked about how the fact that they were just like, huh, that's weird. Like, yeah, and then they checked it out and like tested it, and it was a real human. It's a real human corpse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Uh, will the real Jesse James please stand up? Jesse mm-hmm. James is one of the most legendary names in the Wild West, and while that was true during his lifetime, as and that was true during his lifetime as well. After his murder, he was interred in an unmarked grave in front of in the front yard of his own farm in Missouri to thwart grave robbers before being moved to the town cemetery. There is only one hang-up. There's another grave bearing the name Jesse James in Texas. The man buried there was of a man man actually named Frank Dalton, though he claimed at the age of 101 to be the real Jesse James. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And the court allowed him to illegally adopt the name and put it on his headstone. Hmm. One of the best poker players in the West may have been a woman. Alice Ivers became known as Poker Alice due to her skills with cards. Born in England, Ivers' family moved to America in 1865, and Alice became notorious out West for her domination of the poker table. Uh, Poker Alice had a popular catchphrase, and it said, ran something like this, Praise the Lord and place place your bets. I'll take your money with no regrets. I like her. Yeah. Poker Alice, that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. The town of Del Mar, Nevada was called the Widowmaker. Uh, notorious for shootouts. There are outlaws, diseases, and conflicts with indigenous peoples, and more than a few wars. There are also harsh working conditions. So basically, it's just. It's just a terrible place to live, yeah. and you were likely to die. Yeah. Um, oh, the population home. only numbered around 1,500. And it's estimated to have been home to more than 400 widows. Out of 1,500 people, 400 of them were widows. Yeah. That's troubling. Just 21 years of life could make you infamous for centuries. Born Henry McCarty, the outlaw better known as William Bonney or Billy the Kid, was Mm. one of the most notorious figures of the Wild West, though he died at the age of 21. Dang. Like... That that's that's old in that time apparently, right? No, not not old. I think that's that's kind of the, the joke here is that mm. he was famous, but he was but he was only twenty one when he died. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. Okay. Uh, so about one in every three cowboys was black. That seems like a lot. Yeah, it does. So like a lot, a lot. Yeah. It says there's nothing more uh, emblematic of the West than a cowboy riding the range on his horse with uh, his cowboy hat and chaps. However, despite what countless Hollywood films have depicted, anywhere from a quarter to a third of all the workers in the cattle industry in the Wild West were black. These workers were often former slaves or children of former slaves who, after the Civil War, put their skills handling uh, cattle to work in an industry that was more likely to pay them equitably than most others at the time, which, yes, because of the, what is it, the reconstruction <clears throat> of the South and stuff like that, like, I would, I would want to. Yeah, they're definitely getting out of there. Yeah, I would definitely yeah, want to leave. Yeah, so it that just makes still seems sense. like a lot. Yeah, it does seem like a lot. But, yeah. So those were the, those were the ones that I could, like, actually conceptualize in my brain. There are more on the other one, and I can send it to you. And it talks about, like, all the people. Yeah, definitely some cool stuff. Yeah. We definitely got to watch some movies. Well, I've watched Wild Wild West, like... That does tell you all that you need to know about the Wild West. Right, and I've watched you play Red Dead Redemption, so, like, what else do I need to know? You haven't watched me play that much Red Dead Redemption. I need to get the second one. I thought you had the second one. No, I wanted to. Mm Mm-hmm. What did what did you have pulled up for? Uh, I wasn't really able to find uh, to to or well, I didn't really look very much. I wasn't very prepared. But uh, what? So I'll, I can keep reading on this. Um, the famous gunfight at the OK Corral lasted only thirty seconds. Yeah, the actual gunfight itself was pretty quick. Yeah. Huh. Mm, Maddie Earp, Wyatt Earp's second wife, who was with him in Tombstone. Uh, committed oop nope she died by suicide with an overdose of uh, laudanum she was despondent because Earp had left her for another woman so this is his second wife and he left her for another woman mm-hmm. he was a philanderer wasn't he I guess 
Belle Starr, the outlaw queen, a horse thief, outlaw, and part-time prostitute, was the first woman to be tried for a serious crime by Judge Isaac Parker. She was sentenced to five months in prison for horse horse theft. That seems like a hefty thing for just taking a horse. <clears throat> in 1889, she was shot in the back and killed by an unknown assailant. I wonder if the fact that she was shot in the back and killed by an unknown assailant has to do with her part-time prostituting. Probably. Woman scorned kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 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 Hmm. So I was trying to think. What of- a title, though. <laughs> Horse thief, outlaw, and part-time prostitute. That's a heck of a business card. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, another movie that we need to to watch. This is one of my favorites. It's American Outlaws. It's a 2001 movie. Oh, it's that's the one Jesse with the curb. Is that the one with the curb stomp? No, that's American History X. Oh, okay. I don't want to watch that one. <laughs> that's definitely not... Not this. This one is about uh, Jesse James. Oh, okay. Has Colin Farrell as Jesse James. Oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah, it was well, really good. What was the one we watched with Seth MacFarlane? Uh, a Thousand Ways to Die in the West. That one was hilarious. That was pretty that good. That was so funny. I think it has Sarah Silverman in it, right? Uh, I don't remember. I only remember seeing it like that. Oh, my gosh. That one was really funny. Um... The telephone was invented in 1876. The first community to have a telephone after the White House was installed. Uh, a million ways to die in the West. Sorry. Oh, cool. Uh, the first community to have a telephone after the White House was installed in Deadwood, South Dakota. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. That has uh, Timothy Oliphant in it, right? The Deadwood, the show, mm-hmm. and the subsequent movie, yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Timothy Oliphant and, um, oh, what's his name? Ian McKellen. Ian he is the oh. guy. Um, I'm trying to think of what you would know him from. The name sounds familiar. Is that Magneto? No, not not Ian McKellen. Yeah, that's Magneto. What what's his last name? Oh. Ian. Because I was about to say, wait, that doesn't make sense. Hang on a second. Mm-hmm. Not Ian McKellen. It's um, Ian McShane. Ian McShane. Yeah. Say more. He is the guy. Let me see. Um, da, 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 da. He was in. Yeah. Oh, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tide. He played Blackbeard. And he was also in oh. Game of Thrones. Oh. And John Wick. Oh. That guy. Like, oh, I that like guy. him. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Okay. He was also in the show American Gods. Yes, I haven't seen that, but I've heard it. it's it's good. It is really good. I need to see the. I only saw the first couple of seasons, so I need to uh, figure out how to watch the rest of it. <laughs> so I'm going to read these two facts, um, and so the first one. So cowboys driving cattle to market could expect to make between twenty five and forty dollars per month. A trail boss could make as much as one hundred and twenty five per month. And I actually have absolutely no concept for what that would, like, what? (laughs) (laughs) You can survive. Well, not today. Yeah, I know, but, like, that's considered great money? Yeah. I... I mean, 100 years ago. Over 150 years ago, yeah. I'm shocked. When was that from? Uh, well, like, the, the... Wikipedia page said it was like 17th century to 20th century or whatever. Um, Right, I think. But this next one, this next fact is so sassy and I love it. It says, in addition to Christianity and horses, the Spanish conquistadors brought something else to the American Indians. The number of Native Americans living in in New Spain decreased from around 11 million in 1520 to about 6.5 million in the 1550s thanks to measles cholera and other diseases imported from europe (laughs) i love the sass i love it so much yeah it was was definitely um definitely full of diseases Mm -hmm. oh you'll like this one whiskey had a number of names during the old west including Bottled courage, bug juice, coffin varnish, dynamite, fire water, gut warmer, joy juice, neck oil, nose paint, red eyes, scamper juice, snake pizen, 
Snake, snake what? Pizen. 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 P-I-Z-E-N. Huh. Tarantula juice, tonsil varnish, tornado juice, wild mare's milk. <laughs> tonsil varnish. <laughs> I love how it's coffin varnish and tonsil varnish. Yeah. <laughs> Doc, what? Doc Holliday claimed he almost lost his life a total of nine times. Four attempts were made to hang him, and he was shot five times. Yep. What? That can't be real. This is one of those, like, you're just sitting at the poker table, and you're just like, oh, yeah. This has been in a bunch of yarn. Like, oh, yeah, so-and-so tried to shoot me. And then the other person was just like, oh, yeah, well, I've been shot four times, you know? And then Doc's just sitting there like, Oh, yeah? Well, I've been shot five times, and they've tried to hang me four times. Beat that. And everyone's like, oh, snap. That's prob- That's how I imagine that went down. Mm-hmm. That's he actually died from tuberculosis, though. Oh. Yep. You went through all of that just to die from tuberculosis? Yep. How lame. So he was actually a dentist Um, A sickly dentist and gambler Turned deadly gunman Doc Holliday made history in Tombstone During the iconic gunfight at the OK Corral When he died in 1887 At the age of 36 His friend Wyatt Earp solemnly and succinctly Summed up his fallen comrade's short life He was a dentist Whom necessity had made a gambler A gentleman whom disease had made a vagabond A philosopher whom life Had made a caustic wit a long, lean, blonde fellow nearly dead with consumption, and at the same time the most skillful, skillful gambler and nerviest, speediest, deadliest man with a six-gun I ever knew. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use this phrase in our everyday life, and you're just going to need to deal with it. Uh, cowboys referred to beans as deceitful beans because they talked behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much oh that's good Mm -hmm. Annie Oakley whose real name was Phoebe Ann Mosey never lived farther west than Ohio interesting See, like, all of these names look super familiar to me, but I don't have any, like, recollection of them. Yeah, because they've just kind of been peppered throughout, you know. Throughout, like, fifth grade civics or whatever it was. (laughs) Um, America's first train robbery is believed to have occurred on October 6th, 1855 in Jackson County, Indiana. The two bandits, John and Simon Reno took $13,000 from the Ohio and Mississippi Railroad. Considering that, like, you could get paid $40 a month for, like, doing cattle or whatever it was, Mm -hmm. $13,000? That's a ton of money. Yep. Shoot, that's a ton of money these days. (laughs) Dang. Let's see. Prostitution was tolerated in Deadwood, South Dakota until the last... What? (laughs) Until the last brothel closed down in October of 1980. Yep. That's nuts. Huh. California bandit Black Bart robbed alone and wore socks over his boots so he could not be tracked. Interesting. His real name was Charles E. Bowles. Wait. Isn't Charles Bowles the name of the dude from Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I know it's Charles, but I thought Bowles was his last name. No, um... Aww. So he was known as a gentleman outlaw who enjoyed writing poetry, which he left in empty strong boxes to concern, to confuse pursuing posse men. <laughs> That's so cute. Hmm. 
So, yeah, there's like a ton of, I'm going to have to send you this because like it goes on and on and on. But that's cool. Okay. I think that's that's all I got. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't really have any other any facts or anything to build on with that. But I'm going to have to, yeah. I'm going to have to, I guess, watch all the stuff. Yeah. And read up on my history. It's interesting how, like, the, like, your civics classes or whatever cover, like, your state's history. And it's interesting because I moved around so much. I got, like, just little bits and pieces of, like, every state's history, you know? And I didn't quite get... Because, like, I'm sure people who live in the Midwest or whatever, like, this is part of their, like, state's history that they... And they learn as part of their, like, curriculum for their, you know, all that kind of stuff. But we didn't necessarily learn in depth as much about all of this in Alabama or wherever, you know? We yeah. just got like, got, like, surface level stuff. Well, I mean, you hear a lot of other stuff through, like, other media, movies and TV and stuff, too, though. That's, that's why you're familiar with a lot of these names, more true. so than from history or civics class. True, 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 true. Because, like, oh, yeah, because... Like, yeah, I've heard of Annie Oakley. Yeah, and Billy the Kid. Yeah. That's cool. Anywho. Yeah. What's next on the agenda? Your hot take. Do you have one? I do. Um, not really like a... Um, a frustration or anything, but um, it's kind of a two-parter. First of all, was that uh, I did that brisket last weekend. Oh, it was so and good! I was pretty impressed with that. Yes, brisket is awesome. Yes, first of all. Yes, it is. And pretty easy. It wasn't. It was not. It's been one of the things that's kind of been on my bucket list since I got a smoker. Mm -hmm. um, so I just always assumed that it was going to be like difficult and like really hard to do but it actually turned out really good i had no idea what i was doing but it turned out really good do, i was pretty impressed and it was really good doing? uh second part bucky's is awesome oh my gosh yeah so we stopped at two bucky's on the way back from vacation yes and i've heard about these for a long time listen and like a lot of people Close to where we're from, there's one that opened up in Alabama. Listen. Apparently, there's supposed to be one opening up here in Murfreesboro yep. pretty soon. Yep. And on, uh, Joe, right over there. Yeah, over close to Joby Jackson yeah. Parkway, I think. That's that's the rumor that I've heard. I don't know if that's actually true or not. Yeah. I hope it is, though. But if you ever get the chance I'm to stop by Bucky's. just go and hang out. They're pretty awesome. Yeah. They're huge, huge convenience stores with, like, a whole shop in there. And, like, this. It's like if Cracker Like, the food. Yeah, it's like if Cracker Barrel was a, gr a gas station. It's if Cracker Barrel was a truck and stop. Wawa had a baby. If, if Cracker Barrel was a truck stop, that's what it is. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. It's the coolest thing It's like a whole, a whole shop, and then like they've got this they whole barbecue coolers, section. They have chairs. They have bathing suits. They've got like yeah, they suits. They do have like, like a crazy like and Bucky's merchandise. But yeah, um, yeah, they're, they're brisket sandwiches are on point like, now a lot of people are probably thinking like oh no like fast food brisket no, or whatever but no and they have no, like this is a it's, whole bakery. it's amazing they got like a whole bakery yeah it's just like yes it's like if walmart wawa and cracker barrel all got together and had this love child and it's just yeah so insane. those of you listening if you've ever if you've never been to a bucky's and you get the opportunity Stop so, by because they're amazing. Yeah, and it's yeah, I just I used to think people were a little ridiculous for like their their like obsession with Bucky's because I've seen a lot of stuff on Facebook about them, mm -hmm. and now I get it because they're fantastic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like and we have been what is it travel no, um, loves or uh, pilot. Yeah. Pilot, yeah, I usually prefer pilots. Yeah, we've been like strong pilot supporters. Like that's what we look for. Yeah, well, I usually um, go to pilot, and I'm just like, they, you know, they got some good coffee most of the time. They've got really good bathrooms. Yeah, Bucky's trumps everything. Yeah, any kind of if you're ever on the road, you're traveling, you need a, a pit stop. Stop yeah. at Bucky's if there's one nearby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it goes Bucky's, Pilots, and then Wawa's. Wawa's are pretty cool. 
They're not really like a truck stop place. Though. No, they're not really. It's real, but it's that's just what I'm a saying. Like Florida gas station. Yeah. Well, like in terms of like levels of what they've got, you know. Yeah. But well, the Wawa's I think would be pretty comparable to like the speedways and racetracks here. Oh yeah, true. Or raceways. Good point. Here. But man, that Bucky's like when we walked in, I was like, oh my gosh, and everyone was like, look at your Bucky's, like. Yeah. They were just like. Yeah, it's ridiculous the amount of Bucky's merchandise they have too. Yeah, like, like I they said, have swimsuits. everything: swimsuits, hats, um, costumes. They have beaver, beaver costumes. Yes. Yeah, like you said, coolers. They've got oh, cups. The praline, the pecan pralines that they have. Yeah, oh. they've even got like grills and lawn chairs that all have like the Bucky's logo on them. It's it's a little ridiculous, but yeah. it's kind of awesome. Well, like that's like that's what that's what's working for them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But it's, it's nuts. It's absolutely insanity. I do want to try. And they have a Dippin' Dots in there. Like every one of them has a Dippin' Dots. Oh, uh, I didn't even see that. What? Like how? And like I said, like a full-on bakery. They yeah. got a full bakery in there. Yeah, Ugh. a full bakery and like made-to-order like. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. food service. Yeah, and you can do like you can do what was it like brisket sandwiches, pulled pork sandwiches, and like all like. And the sliced brisket and chopped brisket. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So but their 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 brisket's amazing. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care how long that sat under the heat lamp. Probably not long because I saw them making them, but like I don't care. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty fantastic. Whenever ours like opens up, like I kind of want to go to like a grand opening if they've got it, because like. Yep. I'll just go. Just just I'll to just go still hang out. out. Yeah, yeah. For sure. It's so cool. So yeah, that that's my hot take. Yeah, briskets are good. Briskets are, are pretty easy if you've got a smoker. Just do one. It's not as daunting as I had expected. And go to Bucky's. Yeah, yeah. What about you? You got anything? So mine won't be as fun as yours, but and we talked about this a little bit, like because we're part of the Bluey meme <laughs> fan page. Yeah. And I saw one on there about muffin. Which is, our listeners who don't watch Bluey are going to be so confused. But. So those of you that don't know, Bluey is a children's, children's cartoon from Australia. Yes. It's on Disney Plus now, yeah. the first two seasons. I would highly we, recommend We watch it. a lot of it because Thea really enjoys the theme song. And it's really just, uh, it's, it's really hilarious. just a funny show. It's, it's so funny. It's pretty good. It's pretty good, honestly. Ah, oh, biscuits. So, Yeah. But muffin, so what, what what's the deal with muffin? So my thing is like everyone gives muffin so much hate, and they're just like, oh, like Bluey is so much better. But Bluey is kind of a brat at times. Mm, I wouldn't say a brat. She's definitely spoiled. I mean, yeah, spoiled, but like she's a very kind person, and like yeah, she kind of comes off that way. But a lot of it's always like. Yeah, she's, like, unintentionally a brat at first because she doesn't really understand. And then she, like, learns, like, oh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, like, everyone gives Muffin such a hard time. It's just, like, Muffin is hilarious. And, like, Muffin's just a little kid. Like, little puppies. You don't really know. But, anyways. Yeah. I just don't appreciate all the Muffin hate because Muffin is real funny. Oh, yeah. For those of you that also don't know, it's also the characters are all dogs. Yeah. Oh, and like, anthropomorphized dogs. Yeah, and Socks is hilarious. The fact that like Socks is Muffin's little sister, and Socks just bites the crap out of everybody all the time. Yeah, it's so funny. Anyways, that's just my hot take. Muffin doesn't suck. Bluey is like Bluey is good, but she's not the best character. No, Bingo's the best. Bingo is absolutely well, the best character. Actually, Bandit's the best, but. Yeah, Bandit is, Bandit is really, really funny. Yeah. But Bingo the, the is dad, a close second. The dad is hilarious. Yeah, oh, Bingo is so funny, though. Right, nice fucking so. spot, Rita. <laughs> right, we're not going into that. Oh, my gosh. I want to watch that episode We're not again. going into that on the air. Um, so, we, we got anything else? Anything you want to talk about? No. All right. So. Um, I think we're ready to go ahead and wrap this one up. Yeah, this one was pretty good. Yeah. Um, we have learned that I know nothing about the Wild West. Yeah, and I I don't know a whole lot, but definitely more than you. 
<laughs> yes. And we have some things that we need to watch. Yeah. Definitely. Tombstone. Uh, you Tombstone need to watch American Outlaws. Right? Val Kilmer. And not the dude who played Batman. That's Val Kilmer. No, I know. But uh, Keaton. Michael Keaton, Michael right? Michael Keaton. Yeah. Um, who else is that? I actually right? haven't seen Tombstone before. What? Oh, you're over there judging me? And you haven't seen it either? I'm not judging you for how not have seen it. How dare you? How? Kurt Russell. How very dare you? It's got Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, and Sam Elliott. And Bill Paxton. It has Sam Elliott in it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I like Sam Elliott. I like Sam Elliott a lot. Yeah, me too. I need to finish that show, The Ranch. Oh, the yeah, Netflix that's show. good. That's good. So yeah, okay. Tombstone, American Outlaws. Um, Let's just watch else? Wild Wild West again too. Yeah, for sure. That one's always a winner. And you heard it here on the podcast. We're going to hold you to it. We're going to watch X-Files again. But we yeah, what do you mean hold me to it? I like the X-Files. I know, but we can't watch it at night because none of them are scary. When else are we going to watch them? Well, it has to, just be, it has to be light out. It can't be like when it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are scary. I'm not that scary. <laughs> Okay. All right. We're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Um, so, again, our coffee tonight was the Sirens Blend by Starbucks. Uh, pretty pretty smooth, medium to dark roast. It's just labeled as a medium roast, but I don't believe it. Um, but it was really good. Try it out. Also, go to Bucky's. Yeah. I don't care where you are. Find the nearest Bucky's to you and drive out there because it's amazing. Yeah. Take a road trip to a Bucky's. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely worth it. Um, so we're going to go ahead and call it. Uh, yep. Thanks so much for joining us tonight, guys. We really appreciate all of the support. Um, so reach out to us. Give us some suggestions. Anything you want us to talk about, any coffees you want us to try, uh, you can email us at datenightcoffeeshop at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at datenightatthecoffeeshop. Uh, like, share, subscribe. You can find us anywhere that you get your podcast: Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, tune in ah that's the one you usually forget good job yes yes um so yeah we're we're in most of the places yep so if yeah. you if you look for us you'll find us yeah we're we're not hard to find for sure uh but yeah we want to hear from you guys give us some uh give us some suggestions give us some some criticism some feedback you know anything we want to hear from you guys uh but aside from that thanks so much again so for all the support uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up um, until then, see you guys next week. Yep. Uh, bye-bye. Bye.